Welcome to this episode of the Going Off Topic Podcast. Oh, wait a minute. Chris, didn't you promise something new for us? Oh, Brandon, I'm so glad you asked. I actually do have something new and prepared. Uh, After a lot of time and thought to consider what my next uh, intro is going to be, I have come to the conclusion that I am going to start off every episode singing a copyrighted song. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, here's Hootie and the Blowfish, I Only Want to Be With You. Cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. You and me, we... That was a terrible idea. Brandon, (laughs) editing Brandon, thank you so much for cutting that. Uh, We don't want any copyright issues because that is just disastrous uh but you're telling me that's not gonna work no it's not gonna work of course not why would that work so i now i i I spent a whole almost two months working on that i got hootie and the blowfish and that is somehow not going to work wait did did you get lessons for singing yeah i you couldn't tell sing a non-copyrighted song go sing like i don't know happy birthday oh wait that is copyrighted I'm Crap. yeah. I'm too uh, shy to do that. I, I'd like to go with known hit wonders. So I went with "Only Want to Be with You" by okay. Hootie and the Blowfish. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, fine. I will figure out something new next time. All right. All right. Go for it. Well, 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 listeners. Next time we might be able to get something. Wait, hold on. This might be like a running gag. Well, we'll see what happens. What? But uh, what do you mean? Don't worry about it. We'll, we'll, we'll worry about the next episode. I'm Brandon. And I'm Chris. And we are going off topic. Hey, listeners, how's it going? Welcome to this new episode of Going Off Topic Podcast because every episode is a new episode. Um, that, yeah, the, logically it has to be. Logically, yes. Um, we could try to like recreate an episode we've done before and just word for word try to do it. That um, could actually be pretty fun. I suggest like the, uh, the first Halloween special of the commentary of Hocus Pocus because I feel like yeah, that let's needs do more. that again. That was our highest reviewed episode. Robin, <laughs> that was for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people man. love listening to people talking about a movie they're not currently watching i know right especially not during <laughs> the specific allotted time for that movie like a, during a holiday for instance yeah let's watch hocus pocus in july and fun fact listeners hocus pocus came out in july of 1993 not october yeah not so a lot of people know that it's, mm-hmm. it's technically a summer film trash but Honestly, though, they didn't want to cannibalize their sales because the Nightmare Before Christmas was coming out in October, so it kind of makes sense, but not really. So they were just trying to grab as much money. But who watches a Halloween movie in July? Well, I guess Tim Burton. Tim Burton would. Yeah, I guess so. But he's uh, watching Halloween movies twenty four seven, three sixty five. Yeah. But anyways, um, we have a probably one of the most. Well, I don't want to. Screw it. It's all right. I'll do it for you, Brandon. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, On this episode of Going Off Topic, Chris is at a serious disadvantage because he is having a interview with the future Mr. and Mrs. Pop. <laughs> That's right. We have Rachel, Brandon's fiance, on this episode of Going Off Topic. So it is a it is definitely a two on one scenario, and I'm already at a serious disadvantage. You could uh, going make or break our this. relationship. 
<laughs> the podcast that changed everything. Doesn't that sound like a great chapter in a book? <clears throat> uh, yeah, yeah. It sounds like it's actually part of the manual for starting a podcast. Yeah. That you get to the last chapter, the inevitable demise of your podcast. <laughs> so you made it two weeks. Yep. <laughs> and in case the listeners are guessing or not, depending on the quality of the audio, I am not socially distancing with my fiance, so we are in the same room. So We've just made an exception. But, but mm-hmm. she, mm-hmm. they ain't even wearing masks. <laughs> <laughs> yep, definitely, because that sounds great with us. I hope for the wedding, you guys actually do have your kiss with like the masks on, and you do that awkward. Chris, don't mask give it kiss. away. That was our big. That was our plan. <laughs> no, you know what the thing we is. We saw it on Etsy. We yeah. were gonna. Their magnetic lips on the mask, oh and so like yes. they just automatically go together. Because otherwise, it's hard to find the other person's lips when it's like underneath the mask. Well, here's the thing. This is where it makes it special. You know how we're supposed to double mask with a you know regular surgical mask and then a cloth mask over it. Well, for the wedding, we're gonna take off the cloth mask and then kiss each other with the surgical mask. Oh, so it's that's a big like deal. the veil, like taking the veil yes. up when you get down yep. the aisle. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah, <laughs> or having double sunglasses. Yep. Oh, you know what'd be funny? Like, I feel like I've seen something like online, like during the early in the pandemic or something like that. Like, I've seen like a couple like getting wedded and like they're like six mm-hmm. feet apart from each other of like you know, and I'm just like, it was probably a joke, right? I hope so. I don't know. I just feel like. At that point, because you're going to be living together. You can't really so, consummate the marriage if yeah. you're six feet apart. <laughs> I mean, not easily anyway. Not easily, that's <laughs> it right. It's going to take a lot of skill. <laughs> it's going to take some creativity. That is true, yeah. You might have to do the Amish thing. <laughs> if you don't know what the Amish thing is, people, look it up on your own time. Yeah. <laughs> and leave those people alone. They're good people. They just have their own ways of things. Careful, Chris. We might have... Oh, wait a minute. They don't use techni- Yeah, don't Amish use listening We're to good. this. We're <laughs> good. <laughs> Someone who's trying to get out of the Amish community might, and then you'd have another fan. That's so, true. Yeah. Welcome aboard. And then they come back to, yeah, they, they, they go on their little uh, holiday thing, and then they come back and they're like, I listened to this episode of Going Off Topic. It is a podcast. I don't know why it's like a what? Russian Amish sound uh, like that. A Russian Amish person. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just thought of something. What if, <clears throat> in some weird, stupid scenario, that actually did happen? And we yeah. were the reason that a family conflict happened because of this episode. It's happened yeah. before, I'm sure. Oh, easily. Every, every episode. <laughs> easily. For every episode of Going Off Topic, there are two families that split apart. Going Off Topic, the number one podcast for dissolving family units. <laughs> yes. <laughs> every five seconds a family tears apart because of going off topic (laughs) (laughs) well if you're gonna be good at something exactly so i'm probably gonna guess before we get into our main topic i feel like we could discuss a little bit about us like oh i did that head turning i'm so unprofessional (laughs) about about you and chris us yeah or about me and chris oh yeah rachel and chris us yeah Mm mm-hmm Sorry, I had to find out this way. I, I need some water. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a long one. It's because I started using my news anchor hair shampoo. Oh, yeah, that's true. You're doing a really like good I said, thing. It's like, I remember that. It's like a, yeah, it's like a mattress factory up there. <laughs> Do your headphones fit over the beautiful poof? No, no. It, uh, it, it rests 
softly yet comfortably on top. Chris, now you know how I feel about my own hairstyle when it comes to headphones. You get it now. I had to I deal do. with that yeah. all the time. <laughs> I hate it. I'm going to shave my head. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it looks yes, good on you, man. I'm just being honest. Like It does look good on uh, you. Thank you. I didn't even do anything I didn't with it. notice a difference. I woke up like it's this. It's always <laughs> been that poofy from the first day I saw you virtually to the last day I saw you virtually. It's looked yeah, yeah, that's identical That's the hair. hilarious... Like, Exactly. That's the hilarious thing is uh, you guys are getting married and I haven't I have never actually met Rachel in person. I'm just a it hologram right 100% now. 100% virtual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, he's using I mean, a robot to control my voice. It's 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 part of the place. That does seem like Brandon's did. wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he's been really busy during quarantine making yes. me. Yeah. <laughs> Dating has been so hectic that I made myself an android. Yeah. (laughs) Let's hope it works out better than it worked out in uh, Dragon Ball Z when androids showed up on Earth. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully a whole city doesn't get decimated. That was for the DBZ heads out there. I'm looking out for (laughs) you. We haven't forgot about you. (laughs) Yeah. By the way, I still need to get you your DBZ DVDs. I mean, (laughs) excuse me, your DBZ Blu-rays back to you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) And I will. I haven't forgotten. I so know. When we can I know. We'll see we'll eventually, you in person. I will do it. We'll eventually organize that. There, there's the, but I, like like I said three years ago, there's no rush. <laughs> <laughs> Is it really been that long? Oh yeah, it's been three years, man. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. I'm sure you have like a calendar check. <laughs> Another day, Chris has not returned the DBZ Blu-rays I mean, to me. I mean, if I'm being honest, I've actually forgotten about it quite a bit. But like every time I get yeah. open my closet, I see DBZ. I'm like, ah, he's just there's lying. three of them. Every day he cries himself to sleep. I'm sure because <laughs> I miss the know. Cell Saga. <laughs> <laughs> that was the Chris. best one. <laughs> well, initially, well, the whole thing was was like he was trying to expose his younger brother to DBZ, and also because he hasn't seen that part of it yet. And I'm like, dude, that's like the best part, like here. And my feeble mind was like, you know, trusting him. Like, oh, he'll watch it in the next like three months. Yeah. 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 I got (laughs) tied up in things. Yeah. Uh, I I tried watching it with Cam and then we just suddenly stopped for some reason. I don't even know why we stopped. It just it just happened. And it was just as things were about to get good. (sighs) Yeah. Like Android 19 and Dr. Giroux showed up. Oh, I do. Oh, it's and then we just stopped. Well, to be to be fair though, that is like, even though it's a great like part of the series, that is probably the least favorite of mine. But I still love it though. Um, but I, I'm sorry, we have gone off topic. That's do kind not of, laugh. That's kind of yeah, what we do. You can't do the ah because I said gone off topic. That mm. is different from going off topic. That that's can you change uh, the name. Things. Do you think is it time for a new name for that, your podcast? Gone a, off topic. <laughs> That's a we bootleg. Gone. We gone off topic. <laughs> That's a bootleg VHS yeah. copy of our podcast. The, yeah, the the Turkmenistan. Gone uh, off topic. <laughs> Welcome to Gone Off Topic, the only show where we keep family units together instead of dissolving them. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but yes, uh, I uh, would like to uh, return the conversation football back to you guys excuse me so that you guys can continue uh to talk about uh you guys the the couple the couple Mm -hmm. the unit Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it is true. I haven't seen Chris in person, uh, like, literally... last March. Mm -hmm. Last March, yeah, so about 11 months ago. Yeah, we're almost coming up onto a whole year. Yep. And at the time of recording, uh, we've been together for a year, almost. Just one more day. Just a couple days, that'll be a year. And uh, it's been absolutely incredible. (laughs) Yeah, so a year ago, I didn't know he existed. And I was a better woman for it. <laughs> oh, man. Ow. <laughs> that hurt. Yeah, I, w- I will just say to the listeners, before we were just sort of talking, before the episode started, uh, Brandon was getting some settings set up uh, with my camera on Skype. And Rachel was saying, does it really matter? It's a podcast. And I looked over at Brandon. And if you could see his eyes in that moment, the does it matter? Zoom in. Does it matter? Zoom in. Does it matter? Zoom in. <laughs> Until you're on his iris. But see, here's <laughs> the thing, Chris. First of all, I think you witnessed probably our first or second <clears throat> argument ever. Second of all, I thought Yeah, I'm making he, it sound way worse than it was. I thought he would just fall over and swoon because, I mean, who's the girl who, when he, when she first met him didn't understand like oh like oh i'm gonna have to watch your podcast you know i would just like say that and i'd be like watch my podcast it's a podcast you listen you know or stuff like that or like have fun like i don't know like uh just filming your podcast and you'd be like filming my podcast what so i like to think i was saying the right thing by saying it doesn't matter yes we want to see chris's beautiful face not pixelated but I love your podcast for who it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that might be actually why I'm doing so bad on online dating. It's not the pandemic. It's the fact that it's like, oh, he's got a podcast and I'm going to have to go along with that. Like, I'm going to have to <laughs> listen to it. And it's going to be one of those things like, hey, honey, did you listen to the episode? Well, here's uh, yeah, a yeah, fun yeah, fact, totally. Chris. Um, so actually, before we <clears throat> went on our first date, like kind of uh-huh. let's backtrack here. Day one, well, okay, week one of Rachel having a Hinge account, she gets this message from this guy named Brandon, and things kind of started rolling, and um, then within, like, I'd say within, like, two or three hours, we had a date scheduled for the following day, and within that conversation, he had already managed to mention a little something called the Going Off Topic podcast, (laughs) And I definitely went right for Spotify and checked it out. (laughs) So I had to play the game of, okay, which voice sounds more attractive? Hmm. And I obviously picked Chris's, but... (laughs) But no, it was part of what made me feel... Chocolate (laughs) rain. It was part of what made me feel better about going on a date in person. It was my first in-person date from online dating, and it would be my last. So, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, More than anything, more than y'all's own happiness, the biggest accomplishment you guys have pulled off is you do not have to deal with online dating ever again. I know. Oh, man. For years. (laughs) Done. Also, shout out to Leah Mazzara for suggesting Hinge, by the way. Uh, thank you oh, very yeah, much. Yeah, she's, because yeah. if she didn't do that, I don't think Rachel would be here right now. I was in the room, Rachel, when she suggested Brandon get on Hinge. Are you trying to take credit for this? 
Can I you feel give like Leah the the credit where credit is due? It's not. This is not all about you, Chris. I hate I, to say it. Yeah. Also, Brandon, back to the whole, oh, if you hadn't used Hinge, I wouldn't be in this room. I would like to think I wouldn't be in this room, but I'd be on the other side of the screen. Maybe Chris would have found me. <laughs> all the possibilities. Oh. <laughs> yep, that's how the fate rolls. I just held on a little longer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All kidding yep. aside, Brandon is the best. I really do... I truly feel like we are good for each other. So just want to clarify yeah. that in case it yeah. sounds we're, like... We're all, to, be, to be honest, listeners, it's been kind of an inside joke since, like, yes. early in our relationship that, like, Chris was, like, Rachel's true well, love. I just, found out, I just found out he liked puns, and that really spoke to me. But. And, yeah. and because of my last name, Pop, I haven't used that much as puns, surprisingly. And she was a oh bit disappointed, gosh. and she's like, he "Okay, I'll look towards so many else. opportunities." I, I, did, I have seriously, like mm-hmm. big time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My favorite is pop culture. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, uh, well, you know, and that's what we do on this pod: pop culture. Or right. like, I'm a teacher, and I can't wait to change my name so I can give a pop quiz. <laughs> oh boy! Oh no! Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. Followed by popsicles or popcorn mm-hmm. or Heard all. as you people do pop soda, mm-hmm. but it's soda. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, I'm sure there's other pops we can come up with. Pop goes the weasel. Pop tart. Yeah, not a fun game. Mm-mm. <laughs> not at all. Just absolutely. I can trash. see why it died out. Dude, nobody plays because the animal Pop died. That's anymore. why. Dead game. How do you play Dead that game? game? I just know the song. <laughs> you know, you know, like when you go to Chuck E. Cheese or like oh, Whack a Mole. Yeah, like Whack a Mole. That's not Pop, Pop goes, goes the weasel. Well, you like take the hammer and go. No, Pop but that goes the no, that is that is. <laughs> I think that's not right. Whack a Mole. You're thinking of the song. Something goes around the mulberry bush. The monkey. Copyright. Copyright. Yeah, hold on a minute. Hey, if Chris broke copyright with Hootie and the Blowfish, then I can do whatever I want. Editing Brandon blocked that out. I don't know what you're talking about. That's true. That's true. I think I can confidently say this is the most Hootie and the Blowfish have been referenced since the 90s. Oh, yeah. Definitely. (laughs) In one 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 hour period. Yep. (laughs) To be honest, I think the last time I ever heard of Hootie and the Blowfish, besides the crappy 90s playlist app on Spotify is hearing my mom have Hootie and the Blowfish being played while she cleans the house um, back in the two, like early 2000s in the summertime. Like I, That's like distinctively like, oh, I have the Hootie and the Blowfish EP that I have. I'm just going to play it on the boombox. <laughs> Nothing speaks cleaner than uh, I only want to be with you yes. as you scrub ah, those you floors. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yeah oh man at my new job basically you know how we have the it's been a while with robin yeah uh the the one that has been in everybody's head at the, this place i'm working at now is if somebody says it's it's like rain or some kind it's not it's raining men that's not where this was yeah. going it's the uh, that one song I can't remember. I, I'm now I'm blanking on the name of the artist, but it, it's the it's like rain. Oh, um, Alanis Morissette. Is that <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. who it was. Who yeah. the figures? <laughs> yes. So just be sitting in the office in the rain and be like, it's like rain. <laughs> <laughs> 
wait, Chris, just wait until spring happens and the first rainfall occurs. Oh my gosh. It's going to be oh, like a yeah. celebratory event. <laughs> it's like rain. <laughs> he's like, he said the thing. He said the thing. <laughs> uh, we're just yeah, helping we're all these artists, you know, get their music rediscovered. That's right. I feel like it's they time should for be a thinking comeback. Us. Yeah. yeah. It's time for copyright the, to die. When's the last time Alanis Morissette yeah, put out a new take song? Take out copyright. Or Hootie and the Blowfish. Or better yet, why haven't Alanis Morissette and Hootie and the Blowfish had a duet? Wouldn't they be just an amazing duet? They actually have compatible sounds. I could see it happening. Yeah. It's like Rain and uh, Oh, it's I like Only Want to Be oh, With You. Hand. They have the same like meter to them. It's oh. like Rain. Also, I Only Want to Be With You. <laughs> <laughs> That's a one and you two ru- punch Think right about there. it. They're like running through the rain in a romantic, like re- reuniting of lovers. Running yes. through the rain. Yeah. <laughs> Why haven't people been talking about counting crows? I'm just so confused right now. <laughs> <laughs> Name one That's good song. It. We they need did. to go to Twitter. Twitter, make it happen. <laughs> oh, I, I don't want to <laughs> deprecate myself hey, like that. Hey. Twitter can move mountains, okay? Yeah. You just got to make sure the, the mob is pushed in the right direction. Yeah, and also can make big canyons, too, while you're at it. <laughs> yeah. Like, That's why really you get big. off that train before it goes to that. Like, there's mountains in the deep canyons. canyons. That's how uh, big that canyon is. But you know what it can't do? What? It can't tear apart families like the Going Off Topic <laughs> podcast. <laughs> See, she gets it. It's true. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, uh, yeah. But in short, just, uh, it's been, uh, a while. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I couldn't help myself. where we even, how we even got here. I don't know. Um, Tinder, Hinge, and... Well, my yeah. same company. Something. And then a last more so. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, we're, we're gonna get married um sometime in 2021 mm-hmm. and uh we're the product of a pandemic and we will be getting married most likely in a pandemic in a pandemic yeah so, so it's we can do anything we could yeah, we can. yeah that was some serious divine timing mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like right before things mm-hmm. just went it's belly up. crazy just about a month before we had to make decisions about who we wanted to see and who we didn't want to see and yeah brandon just just made the list. Just yep. made the cut. Yep. Just squeezed him in just there. Just made the cut. Yeah. And <laughs> just I st- got to the teacher in time with the deadline <laughs> to deliver still, his paper. I, I still, um, this is like one of the funniest things. So like um, for, for the state that we live in in Michigan, um, we had a shutdown on, I think it was like March 24th or something. And I... You know, at the time, I was thinking, like, oh, I want to see Rach a little bit before, you know, the shutdown happens, before people were ordered to stay home. And, which feels like so long ago, too. Um, But it's funny, because we didn't know how strict the police were going to be at that time. And I remember I stayed at your place until, like... Like a fugitive on the run. <laughs> well, he was so nervous though, because he was like, "I'm still gonna be in He's my like car." He's like opening when the, the blinds, peeking out. There's a cop car out there. What are they doing? I know. They're on to and us. I, I was thinking, like, because they were talking about doing fines for mm-hmm. people who are um, yep. not, because like you had to be like specifically registered for like um, like being out. I think, and obviously, I was. 
in hindsight, I shouldn't have to worry about it because I was not because like what well, if I was working second know. shift? We you know? didn't know. But yeah, we had it planned so he'd be leaving like a half hour before curfew. <laughs> that didn't happen. But yeah, it just somehow got to be like five minutes before. <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> high five. Yeah, high five. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're you're holed up in the yard this in uh, Rachel's place and the police officer's like whoa 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 what's going on here <laughs> officer it's love I I can't I, I got I literally have love. a license right here <laughs> yep, checks yeah. out looks looks you in the eye sentimentally yeah well the fine's five hundred dollars you selfish jerk <laughs> no <laughs> even funnier <laughs> no it's like he knew like how long I've been with her he'd be like. I don't know if that's long enough, bud. You're coming with me. <laughs> Have you said I love you yet? <laughs> Where are you in your milestones, your quarterly milestones? Uh, one month? Have you posted about her on Instagram? Okay. No. Come with me. You're going to jail. <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> that's how you know it's official when you've been on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> but it is, once again, just like completely at the right time and mm-hmm. just i couldn't be any more happier mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's for sure for sure um but i just i still laugh at myself just like thinking like but here's the funniest part so i had a heck of a week before i had my first date with rach because what was going through your head well not through my head my <laughs> body i was in the hospital <laughs> Brandon, oh yeah <laughs> okay, I had forgotten about that situation. <laughs> so when you said, it wasn't what was going through my head, it was what was going through my body. <laughs> I was like, Brandon, this is a family show. <laughs> no, I, um, it, it was... That's right, the other, the actual condition that yes. Brandon was experiencing. So, I actually had a heck of a week, because earlier that week, I got dumped by another girl, thank goodness, and I, I was a rebound. <laughs> I, okay, sorry, like, I had to find out like this. <laughs> it was literally one day, and she was not interested. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then, literally, not even the next day, I had to go to the emergency room because I had a kidney stone. And uh, I remember I was just so frustrated, and I was just so like in pain. And like, I was, I was fine though, but. Just expensive. Could you imagine if there was like potential there and you're like, sorry, I can't go on this date. I'm having a kidney stone. It's like, look, if you didn't like me, just say it. Okay, don't go up with some lie about you having a kidney stone. No, you don't understand. I, I, I literally I went to the hospital. I love to go to TGI Fridays, but I'm currently passing a kidney stone, ma'am, so I cannot uh, meet up with you for uh, but, onion rings. But what's funny is that um, after I went home from the hospital, I went back to my old apartment and I remember... I was watching Star Wars The Clone Wars because I was catching up before the new season was starting on Disney+. And I remember I was so bored. And I'm like... So I was the product of boredom. <laughs> okay. First yeah, I'm a rebound. <laughs> I'm just a boredom hey. thing. Boredom buster. Okay. But like, I remember yeah. I was going through my phone. I'm like, okay. But then I see someone... <laughs> I see someone with their friend... In the Blue Ridge Mountains of North Carolina. And I'm like, oh, she looks cute. Shout out. Natalie's been on the pod. She's a friend of the pod. My right. The friend I was on the Blue Ridge Mountains with has been on the pod. That's right. It all comes yeah. full circle. Back during Christmas time. Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I was like, hey, where was that taken? That looks pretty cool. And 
We what? just no. that we knew. We, just we knew. knew. <laughs> Love it first See, text. <laughs> maybe that's why your hinge life has been so much more successful. I can't just ask a normal question when mm. I get these prompts on hinge. I have to do something like weird, I guess. Mm. And that's but probably like ultimately that. why. That's no no no, because think about it. Who do you want to be your life partner? Well, do you want exactly. someone who's just gonna be like, hello <clears throat> and like Goodbye. You want someone who's gonna be interesting and and respond well to the weird prompts. I have a I have a lot of friends who really prefer when the guy is kind of goofy. So you go, you go. I've yeah, I've said I've said before that I I don't do the goofy puns or the goofy openers to get a ha, that was funny response. No. The ideal response is that was terrible. What was that? And then they hit me back with something else. That's ultimately what I'm looking for. Have not found it yet. Mm. Keep looking. Mm. <laughs> well, comment on their pictures in the Blue Ridge Mountains. It works. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Wink. Or just say you have a podcast and then they'll listen to your lovely voice and they will just be uh, head over heels yeah. in love. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's funny, listeners. This my new shampoo does have menthol in it, which clears up my voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like plugging this new shampoo yeah, hardcore. <laughs> um, I need to go get this bottle real quick. Hold on a sec. <laughs> Please do, <laughs> <laughs> listeners. He actually did get up from his chair. The question is, will he come back with the bottle? Like, not even joking. He's got a cool PS5 controller there, though. All right, here we go. I am not getting paid to say this, by the way. Uh, this is the Duke Cannon Supply Company uh, News Anchor Hair Wash Tea Tree Formula 2-in-1 Shampoo and Conditioner for News Anchor Thick Hair. A portion of proceeds benefit U.S. veterans. You know what that reminds me of when I think of News Anchor Thick Hair? Drake and Josh. Yeah. Do you remember um, oh, yeah. Walter? Well, no, yeah. no, no. Well, there was the dad, but then... His rival. So Walter's oh, yeah. the dad, right? And then there was like that weird guy who they'd be like, they were supposed to Kit pretend that they hated something? him. Yeah, I don't remember. But they were supposed he to pretend like they hated him chip. around Walter, but then they secretly were like, oh, but his hair. I just want to curl up and take a nap in his hair. That's what people are going to say about you, Chris, when you're a news anchor. The, the, the bottle description is hilarious. It says, the Pulitzer Prize for hair is not a thing, but if it were, you would be holding it right now. Duke Cannon's News Anchor Hair 2-in-1 Hair Wash is formulated with premium ingredients for hard-working men whose hair commands the respect of others. Your hair is a weapon. Uh, there's also uh, directions on here, and it says directions. It's presumed you don't need directions to use this product. <laughs> Which is hilarious to me. It sounds like an Old Spice <laughs> so instruction to me. It yeah. sounds like maybe I'm getting like kind of like the sarcasm and the... Not punny, but like edgy... Uh, yeah. read on Dry that bottle humor. kind of sounds like <laughs> the approach you take towards online dating like yes I'm it, kind it of like it's misconstrued like I'm kind of like ready for like an eye roll at like the you know the directions joke and I think that that's the response you're looking for on your yeah. profile right yeah yeah exactly okay okay I also may or may not have posted the picture of me and my Christmas sweater with the poodle so I don't that's know if perfect. that's, that's perfect. helping or hurting my case. That's going to help you out a lot. I, like, I'm not even being sarcastic. Like That's like showing that you have a good humor and like you have a good sense of life. And you just, you just seem... Why are poodles funny? 
It's seasick. Portals are hilarious. They, they could they, also just have be you seen the photo? I haven't seen the photo. I thought I did at Christmas. Maybe it didn't. It didn't. Uh, you, you show me a lot of photos of Chris. Are they all blurred? Together? <laughs> he has a whole gallery. That is true. Everyone he looks. Yeah, yeah. He, he's pulling up uh, his album titled "Chris in the Flesh," but not really <laughs> on the phone. <gasps> the poodle. Oh, see now that would be a picture I could see myself being like, "Wow, this guy is interesting." If nothing else, you'll get an interesting date out of it. <laughs> Thank you. Do you That's think, all I ask for, Do you for, think ladies. it's clearly a joke, though? Or do you think there's anyone? I just want to know, if you were to take, like, a poll, how many people would look at that picture and go, oh, that's funny, he's being funny. And how many, I bet there's, like, a small percentage, like, maybe, like, 2% who go, like, whoa, <laughs> that guy <laughs> is weird. The results may surprise you. I had several people think that was a legit photo. That was my family <laughs> photo I was taking on Christmas <laughs> with a Star Wars goofy sweater, a turtleneck. I thought the turtleneck was overkill. I thought the turtleneck was, yes, ding, 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 flashing lights, this is a joke. And then I had like a sort of smirk on my face and I have a poodle wearing a sweater. I thought for sure this was an obvious oh, he's just having a, a meme moment here. Yeah. And no, I had several people say, what a nice family photo kind of thing. <laughs> I was like, no! Maybe they were testing you. Were they testing you to see if you would say, oh, thanks. It's like my, oh, you know, yeah. my favorite photo of me versus, well, Trying it could be out. your favorite photo, you know, but like, <clears throat> were they testing you to see if you, you know, played it off as a joke or, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, to those who did not know, it was 100% scripted. It was 100% a meme photo. It was not <laughs> me being serious. My family does not do that. But it's amazing. <laughs> we do not have family sweater pictures. I love it. It it's looks so slick, good. to be honest. I like it a lot. I love it. Well, thank you. I would swipe yeah, right or whatever way I'm supposed to swipe if I like it. Right? Thank you. Is it right? Yeah, I would Well, it right. depends if it was on Tinder or Hinge. Oh. Hinge, it's like a like or a comment. Oh, okay. Tinder is a swipe. <gasps> okay. We forget this. I would, I, do, I, I would I, do the like. <laughs> oh, I forget. You guys have been out of the game for some time. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> it's literally been a year, man. <laughs> like, uh, we've watched our friends swipe and like and give the rose. It's a lot like The Bachelorette and The Bachelor. I have actually been watching The Bachelor this season. Oh, okay. Okay, I've yeah. been watching the watch two thousand, the one from like the two thousands. I love. Yeah, because like, we we watched. Uh, yeah, I got him to really like two thousand nine Bachelor, which was really good. And they're uh-huh. still together. The one with the well, I shouldn't give it away in case people haven't seen it. Yeah. Although they just took it off Netflix. But anyway, <laughs> the person he chooses, who I will not give a specific to, um, they're still together. Mm-hmm. Well, good for them. Yeah. Eleven years later. So it was really interesting. Or is it? Yeah, eleven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But what's even funnier is that um, our friends suggested to watch the most recent of The Bachelorette because it was during COVID. <gasps> and oh my gosh, we mm-hmm. couldn't stand it. You could stand it more than I could. I literally, I got so angry. <laughs> I left the room in a huff and I like slammed the door behind me. I just couldn't take it. This, this woman basically already knew who she was going to pick. She just spent she the whole night with what was his name? I don't even remember. It was always Darren or something. Yeah, it was like know. Darren this, Darren that, and all the other guys were jealous because she'd only spend time with Darren on like day two. It was crazy. Yeah, I was so. See, mad. if you guys want a real classic show, you should watch X on the Beach UK edition. 
That sounds so By good. MTV. Oh my, that sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many of those now. That too hot to handle one. I watched oh, the first God. episode. Horrible. I watched the first episode of that and I'm like, nope. <laughs> I may have watched more than one episode. I may have watched oh, the entire show. Wait a minute. Show. Really? Was it good? Yeah. Did it get better? It was a, a train wreck. I loved watching, I watching the first one where they're all just like strutting, like they're like first getting there and they're all like, oh my gosh, all these people are so attractive. I thought I'd be the only attractive one. And then they realize like they're all like these gorgeous model of beach body yeah. people. Yeah. And it's the dream. And the catch, you guys can't have sex with each other. Oh what? Ah. This is such a deal breaker. It's been like five hours since I've had sex. I can't do this. Oh, it's like, yeah, such a no train wreck. way. <laughs> Dude, how am I supposed to look at that girl and not think impure thoughts? Like it's, it is amazing. That I, show was a disaster. Well, it's even funny, and I couldn't look away. <laughs> it's even funny because earlier on uh, last year we watched Love, Love is, is Blind. Blind. Oh, I can't wait till they make another season of that. That one was really <laughs> I funny. Loved that show. That was a great one. There was this. My, Did you watch that one, Chris? I did not watch Love if is you Blind. Liked I guess you could say I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> there he goes with the puns. But yeah, if, if you liked Too Hot to Handle, I would really, I'd give Love is Blind a try. It's a great one. If anything, to laugh because there's this woman that likes this guy who is 10 years younger than she is. And she's like, well, mm. when, when I'm 50, you'll be 40. And he's like, uh-huh. And he's like, but well, then I'll be 60. 60, you'll be 50. He's like, uh-huh. <laughs> And That's like, how it works, yeah. <laughs> when I'm 90, you'll be 80. Uh-huh. It's like, and you still want to be with me? Yeah. yeah. Something's wrong here. And I'm like, yeah. wow. And then she has her dog drink the wine. It's oh, that bad. Was, that was it's stupid. Bad. You should watch it. It's actually okay. really amusing, sounds, to be honest. That sounds like my kind of trash. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it'd be funny. Like, it's just... I never expected to even like remotely like these shows. But I, I guess that's my inner teenage years coming up. Because I used to watch... Flavor Flav. Um, I did too. What was that one yeah. called? Flavor of Love. Flavor of Love. Season one and season two was my first dosage of like trashy reality TV. Yep. And VH1 I'm like. one and MTV in the early 2000s. Classic. New York should have won just saying. Oh, wait, no, she did, right? Or was it Pretty Pumpkin sure that she won? she did. <laughs> yeah. No, she, Pumpkin got. S- Pumpkin got smacked. That, that's right, because she spit Pumpkin on New spit York. At New York, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Oh. And then I also watched Rock of Love. Yep, Rock of and Love. And then For the Love of Ray J. I did not see that one. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. If you, if listeners, if you learn anything from this, reality TV brings us together. <laughs> you hear that, MTV? Keep it up. Yep, keep it up. <laughs> But uh, we can keep on talking about, you know, just relationships of love here. But I feel like we should go ahead and roll into our topic of this episode, which is something I feel like a lot of people are getting in on because uh, that's how they judge others. So, yeah, (laughs) this is a really horrible way of introducing a topic. My goodness. The idea is not to judge others with it. It's to judge yourself judge with yourself. it. That's right. Yeah, Rachel, would you, would you like to take a shot at the intro there for the, the topic? Yeah, because I obviously <laughs> pushed it up. 
<laughs> she knows what I meant, but I don't know if the listeners knew what I meant. So. What he meant to say. His. Yeah, she's my translator. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, you know, I have been a faithful follower of the Going Off Topic podcast since just about a year ago. And I know now the whole thing is to bring a topic. So when I was asked to bring a topic, I thought, hmm, I, I, I'm passionate about this. I've gotten into a lot of deep conversations about this with others. This seems like a perfect one. We're talking about personality tests, personality quizzes, the results of those tests, and do they make or break you? Are they self-fulfilling prophecies? Um, how, how helpful are they? How harmful are they? So that's, yeah, that's kind of what we were thinking we could talk about today. That's perfect because that's exactly what I meant. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew you meant it. That's it's the it's the couple thing. Yeah, you just yeah, you know what they mean. So uh, is it? Should I take it as a bad sign that the test you told me to take said error? <laughs> <laughs> error four oh four. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is a great sign. Fails the personality <laughs> test. <laughs> oh no! This is the one I got. Um, uh, what's the oh, crap? The the magic eight ball. Uh, like tr- like <laughs> try don't again. Even count, don't try even count. Again. Results <laughs> unclear. Try again later. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Ah, nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, listeners, we took these tests uh, prior to the episode because we wanted to have an accurate reading mm-hmm. of what this actually goes through and. Um, we took, I forget the name we of the did test. The, so I had you guys take the, um, you know, the classic Myers-Briggs test, 16 personality mm-hmm. types, um, which I think Brought a lot of us... Brought to you by have... Meyer. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> I don't know if I can legally say that, so no. <laughs> no one knows a joke. No one listens to this. <laughs> I would love it if I go into my local Meyer and it's like, hey, let, let's, let me tell you what kind of person you are. Take this survey. We'll tell you what kind of foods you should be eating here at Meyer. Well, they try to sell me a credit card there at Meyer, so I mean, it's not yeah, the so only questionnaire the they give out. So it, it doesn't matter. Your results didn't come when you scroll all the way to the bottom of your Meyer Briggs results. It always tells you like you know the ten for ten deals and um you know yeah. like what's on sale. You didn't get that, Chris. You need a lot of hot pockets. <laughs> <laughs> hot we pockets know. and frozen food. We've been watching your diet. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so you guys took the Meyer Briggs and then um the Enneagram, which I I don't know about you yes. guys, but that one has been definitely something I've seen a lot within like the last year or two. Just like everyone seems to lately. everyone seems to really like not just say like, oh well, I identify as a type one or a type five, but then there's a lot of those like Instagram stories where it'll be like, Oh yeah, this perfectly describes me, you know, classic type three response to COVID or classic type seven response to, you know, this situation, whatever it is. So I've been seeing a lot of that. So yeah, just kind of interesting. So yeah, at my new job, uh, that's pretty much been uh, a big part of it as a lot of people are on the Enneagram thing. And so they had me take an Enneagram test there. So I already had my results and we'll, we'll talk about that. But uh, that, that was very important that they find out what my Enneagram was to see you know, how I would integrate in with everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I had not heard of Enneagram until a month ago. So, oh, okay. but now I've, now that I'm in it, I see it everywhere. Yeah. See, I've, I've heard about these tests and I've taken the Myers-Briggs test on four separate occasions and I've gotten the same results. So it shows that it's very 
consistent, I guess you could say. I didn't, I didn't say Either accurate, that, consistent. Or you're someone who is not open to change. Ooh. Could be that as well. That's a good but point. I've heard about it because um, earlier in my in my dating life, there was actually quite a few people I met that immediately asked me what my personality mm-hmm. test results were as soon as the dating started. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, can you please re- can you please finish this test? I'm like, I had to take a test to date you. Okay. <laughs> and see, here's the thing, Brandon. I I always hesitate to get too tied up in those things because you know your response. You know, if you're saying, I think most of the time we focus on the the I or the E, right? In the in the Myers Briggs results, introvert or extrovert. I feel like that's the one that everyone knows when you say your type they can identify if you're introvert or extrovert. But I I don't know. I just, I feel like that can be a, a false sense of who you are. Because again, some people's idea of an introvert versus an extrovert is very different from others. Yeah. The true definition is, do you receive your energy from being around people? Or do you receive your energy from being away from people? It's not necessarily mm. how much do you like being around people or how much do you not like being around people. It's just where do you go to reset and refresh? And I also feel like for our listeners, like when, when you take this test, uh, one of these tests, I, at least through my perspective, I, it, to me, a lot of these questions are situational. So like a lot of times like yeah. I may feel one way in one situation, I feel my another way in another situation. So it's be like, do you like being around people? It's like, okay, well, what time of day Who is it? Who are the it? people? Is it, the- is it COVID <laughs> times or not? Because I don't know about you guys, but I struggled with taking the test this time around. I think we all took it today and it was kind of like, okay, the way I answered this, you know, three or four years ago might look different. However, I tried to look at it from a perspective of, okay, assuming this is normal times, what do I prefer do i prefer being in a big crowd or not obviously not now (laughs) i I agree with you brandon there needs to be a drop down menu for the question about hanging out with people a drop down thing that say who all gonna be there well it's it's (laughs) funny you mention that because um there's another test that's not even related to this it's the political compass test online and there is questions you can answer to figure out what political side you're leading at it's the four quadrant one um and people need a test for that now (laughs) (laughs) it's very descriptive you can't just feel it you can't just know where you are in intuitively well like there's like you know libertarian there's you know left right center up down all this this time i thought i was a progressive but it turns out i am a libertarian (laughs) i'm gonna have to get new shirts (laughs) (laughs) like Um, nobody's doing that but like they're very descriptive with the answers though, because you can easily be like yes, no. But then there's other ones like sometimes yes with this, sometimes no with this, and sometimes completely neutral. So like there's actually like more descriptions. So like I wish that kind of like answer for the question. Sorry, the questions like you know um, the multiple choice stuff was a lot more descriptive with that than either like strongly disagree, strongly agree, slightly. And, but see, All don't you think that some of that has to do with your personality type? That's another thing I kind of was thinking mm. we could, could kind of discuss here today is the way you take that test very much depends on the type of personality you have. So, That's true. you know, I think it seems like all three of us um, maybe, you know, I, Chris, I don't know. I can't get a good read on you from behind the screen, but it seems like we take things very like 
literally and like need to know the details of like what exactly does this question mean before we can answer it whereas I could see some other people in my life just being like yep agree disagree yeah whatever you know and going through it <laughs> so it's right. kind of, I, I almost wonder if they should incorporate that into your results like how much time how did you spend on you each answer? question yeah I don't know how fast you should answer was definitely so their res- their response would probably be to you Rachel uh Thank you for your comment. Uh, this is a free online test. What more do you want from us? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I feel like the dependency that I've seen people use these tests to, like, judge a situation or people or anything like that, I feel like that's not a new thing. We get people looking at horoscopes all the time. Mm-hmm. It's just a more evolved version of it with more academic, like, credibility. In a sense, yeah, more psychology <laughs> to it than just. Yeah, I wonder stars. if if uh, <laughs> I wonder if like the horoscope crowd is like, yeah, all that sounds like a load of bullshit. These <laughs> 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 well, people are like, oh, you want to talk about enneagrams? There's Briggs. Tell me what I am in the sky with my stars. Yeah, <laughs> the OG. Can you enneagram. see your results in the sky? I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> <laughs> Aquarius crew for life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, how many times have you guys taken, like, it sounds like, Chris, you took the Enneagram test once. Um, yes. Brandon, was this your first time taking the Enneagram test? The Enneagram test was the um, second one you gave us, right? Yes. yes. I, that was my first time taking it, okay. actually. And see, this was my second time taking it. I got the same results as I did the first time, and I took that test just over two years ago. Um, so it's interesting to see the consistency with that one compared to, I don't know about you guys, but with the Myers-Briggs, this was probably my third or fourth time taking it. I've gotten different results three out of those four times. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm a little confused how much of that is because the test is flawed, how much of that is because the situation around me has changed, how much of it is because I've changed, how much of it is on any given day I am feeling more extroverted than introverted, you know? Like, these Mm -hmm. are the things I think it's important to recognize is it's not just a one and done. When you take that test, it's, there's a whole lot more to it than just your personality. That is true. Outside factors. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not as black and white. It's not as black and white. There's lots of shades of gray in there. And, you know, a lot of things can change in in short period of time or, you know, or a lot of things won't change. Well, get into, everyone is different. Everyone's living differently. And uh, you really can't put that in a black and white perspective. But it is helpful well, in some ways. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why Myers-Briggs is getting phased out a little bit is because of that. Because I've taken it twice, and I have two different ones now. Mm. Um, so I'm with you on that. And I, yeah, that is, you bring up a lot of good points. Is it because different person at the time the you know and uh the context of the world you're living in at the time so i yeah i tend to agree i think the the myers-briggs is is flawed um but it could also be a sort of gauge on who you are at that moment so if you look at it as a temporary thing yeah Mm -hmm. i was gonna We just, this is what happens when you're, you know, about to get married. No, you you just ahead. say no, things at the same ahead. time. Yep. Go for it. No, you go ahead. <laughs> it's like, no, you hang up. No, you hang up. Uh-huh. Um, I was going to say that. But are you guys finishing each other's sandwiches? Sandwiches. 
<laughs> um, <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> um, but I was going to say that, you know, if I took this test, for instance, like I took this test after I went, after I had work today. Is mm-hmm. that going to be the same for me on Sunday when I don't have work at all? So right. is it like, yeah. am I more right. going to have the same answer then? I don't know. Like the only way to prove it is to take the test again right. tomorrow and well, time recording and to see if it's the same answers or not. Well, so here's the question. So Chris, you were saying you got two separate uh, profiles results yes. from your Myers-Briggs. Can I ask what those two separate ones were? How, how dramatically different were your results? The introvert and extrovert got switched. Oh, Chris. <gasps> Someone grew up. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> How many years ago did you take it the first time? Uh, I would say about three years ago. Okay. Would you agree at that point in time? Did you identify as an introvert? Yeah. Okay. I, even I could see that. And then now, three years later, do you identify as an extrovert? I I suppose, but I don't know if I identify as an extrovert because I think it i think it's because i have to be uh Hmm. just with life i think uh the other thing is i should also note that on the test it gives a percentage breakdown and i'm almost 50 50 extrovert introvert me too me too i'm 57 percent extrovert Actually, I'm 53. At this point. I'm 53. I, I might have actually been. I surprisingly, yeah. I'm more extroverted than inverted. So mm-hmm. that's you know, not that happening. honestly, that doesn't surprise me, Brandon. That actually, <laughs> well, yeah, you're at a 63, 30, 37. Yeah. Okay, and I'm at a 57.43. But see, so here's the thing: when I first took the Myers Briggs test, I was an introvert. Like, or the, I should say, the results gave me introvert. I had been told when I was growing up, that I was probably an introvert because I liked a lot of alone time. However, I, I took it again, the test, after college or like kind of towards the end of college. I feel like the experience of going away to college, living in community with others, kind of having to fend for yourself really did make me want to be around people way more than when I was living at home. So that's when I had the switch then to the extrovert. And ever since then, I've, I've still gotten a varied results, uh, you know, profile, but it's always been extrovert now. However, with the pandemic, I honestly was surprised to still get the extrovert today because while some people might say that because we've all been quarantined or social distancing or anything like that, it makes them want to be around people more. I almost feel like I have kind of adapted to like, okay, well, we have to stay at home more. Or like, oh, okay, I guess I don't get to see the same amount of people I normally do. I've kind of like just been like, <laughs> I mean, whether it's good or not, I'm just like, okay, well, I guess I just have to get okay with seeing the same people. And so I also <laughs> am a lot more okay with alone time. But again, do I get my energy from being with others? I think so still but i that doesn't mean i always want to be around others yeah yeah sounds like 50 50 yeah Mm because like when i when i look at mine i to be honest i'm kind of surprised and more extroverted than i am inverted because should should we also give context to the listeners on what we actually are too yeah okay yeah we should do that so okay so my 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 results which have been consistent for the past four years is my personality type is protagonist, which is ENFJ A. And uh, 
yeah, so I tend to be a bit more of the... And so they, those stand for... The E is extroverted. You said you were E-N. Yeah. That would be... Nature. Okay. Right, yeah. And then F would be... No, the N, the N stands for... I, we should have done more research, folks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Anne, let me let me find something real quick here. Uh, well, while Brandon is doing that, I am also an ENFJ, but T. Oh, I found it. <clears throat> um, I am extroverted, intuitive, feeling, and judging. That is, Brandon, I am actually surprised that you and I have the same thing. I was surprised to see that, too. Yeah. I I feel like... I, that, I, so that's where it doesn't make sense, because you and I are, when we break it down, are actually quite different. Yeah, because like, if, if we're talking about... When I look at some of the stuff, though, like for ENFJ, firm believers in the people, that is definitely like I, I, I do have a community more mindset like than individualistic. So that's definitely true there. Um, there's also like um, just hang on. I'm, I'm trying to find it uh, like strengths and weaknesses, for instance, like I am very tolerant. That is very true from the beginning. I've always been that way. I tend to be reliable. I'm charismatic, which in in my own unique way I am. Like I'm not I can't say that I'm like, you know, swagger kind of, you know, like I beg charisma. to differ. Okay, well <laughs> that's different. <laughs> um, I tend to be altruistic, you know, just doing good for good, you know, for always. And natural leader. So this is the one that I would say is situational. Mm. So if yes. it's something I know that I am good at what I'm doing or I have experience in, I can fill in that leadership position and I can just go with it. But if it's something that's completely foreign or completely new to me, I tend to be more of a follower at that point because I don't trust myself to lead if I don't know what to expect in a way. So I guess that might be a little bit off. Um, But like, you know, there's like weaknesses for protagonists for ENFJ which is overly idealistic, which I tend to look at things uh, <laughs> optimistically. And that's like one of my biggest traits is being overly optimistic. Um, there's being too selfless, which I don't know about that. It sounds that. like one of those things that they tell you not to say is your weakness when you go on a job interview. Oh, I yeah. just, I work too hard. Oh, I'm too yeah. selfless. But it's true, though. <laughs> I will speak for Brandon. He is too selfless. <laughs> uh, yeah, true. Brandon, uh, you actually fit that to a T. So. <laughs> um, I tend to be too sensitive. Now, that's something I don't think is true because no i don't see as that i i don't feel sensitive if something like if criticism comes at me i'm like oh okay like i'll still accept it but i'm not going to be like heartbroken over it or anything (gasps) like that why would you say that um (laughs) what's that supposed to mean (laughs) (laughs) fluctuating self-esteem now I would say that'd be more accurate. Isn't that just normal human behavior? Yeah. Right. Well, that's so something. That's some part of, these, of this too. You can always find something. I would argue in each of these results, you can find some things where you're like, "Yeah, that's me," and then some where you're like, "No, that's not," because mm-hmm. I that so the so you both got the what is it E N S E N F J E N F J. But I'm the T. One, He's oh, A. So interesting. But you're both antagonists. Is like yeah. the profile. That's the one mm-hmm. I got. Right after college. That's the one that like first switched me over to an extrovert. 
Um, and the previous times I had gotten something, they, they said it was like, I would best be a nurse. And I was like, yeah, well, you don't know that I'm terrible with blood and ah. medicine and anything <laughs> like that. So, but, mm. um, I, so it was something with the eye. Um, but then this time I got ESFJT, which is the con- console. Now, I was just cracking up when I read this description because they basically said <laughs> that I was likely, um, you know, the quarterback of the football team, the cheerleader, <laughs> the life of the party, won all the, like, you know, homecoming court things. That could not be farther from the truth. Um, so, uh, you know, I was I was not living that kind of life in high school. Um, but they but they did say um, so. They were saying like strong practical skills, good at management. I'm like, okay, yeah, a strong sense of duty. Like, you know, you have responsibility. To, you know, I'm guessing for if you were you know class president or something. Very loyal. Okay, I feel like I am pretty loyal to people. Um, sensitive and warm okay yeah uh good at connecting with others yes Yes. but not necessarily like in the life of the party way (laughs) i don't know right um and then my my weaknesses though this is where i was like yes this is me so the strengths eh, the weaknesses yes worried about their social status i'm really making myself sound like a great person on this podcast um yes uh inflexible (laughs) Brandon can speak for that. Yes. I am very inflexible. Um, reluctant to innovate or improvise. That one... That's, I don't know about that. I kind of like to improvise, I'll be honest. Yeah. Vulnerable to criticism? Absolutely. Like, to be honest, like, we were... Um, we, we made a meal before this podcast, and it's funny because, once again, this aligns perfectly with my, my results. I like structure, and I like, you know, follow the rules to a T, and... She is more of like, okay, let's see if this works or not kind of thing. She likes to mm-hmm. improvise. So, like, you know, working that together. On certain things I like to improvise, though. Right. Other things, like, I hate wa- I hate walking into a work day without knowing what's going to happen. Situational, once again. Which is probably for the best for my students. Um, and then the one that really gets me. <laughs> what do you guys want to do today? <laughs> you choose the topic. Uh, um, no, the one that really had me laughing. Often too needy. <laughs> I don't know, Brandon. What would you say? Am I too needy? I don't think it's... <laughs> careful. You're not... Yeah, careful. careful. No, I wouldn't say you're needy. I would say there are times where you... It's okay. You can say I'm too needy. Can be needy, but it's not like bad. Well, here's the way they describe often too needy, which has me going, okay... Consoles need to hear and see a great deal of appreciation. If their efforts go unnoticed, people with the console personality type may start fishing for compliments in an attempt to get reassurance. <laughs> the number of times I ask for reassurance is quite a lot. The reassurance, I would say yes, is very... I made the right decision, wow, right? this is a real podcast. Right? This is like a deep podcast. People are really going to want to be friends with me after listening to this, but yeah. <laughs> The last one is too selfless, so apparently I'm also too yes, selfless. Yes, you're but, very selfless, that's um, for sure. Eh, I, I don't know that I'd say that. But anyway, it's just, I think what we're getting at here is that a lot of these have aspects of the results with the Meyer-Briggs where it's like, yeah, that that fits me. But then there are always some where you're like, no way. 
Yeah. So for it's, me, it's it's a it's a mixed result. Yeah. If I'm being honest, I I don't actually put a lot of weight to Myers Briggs, especially after yeah. getting this test, and then even more so after hearing that Brandon and I got the same one. I thought for sure him and I would have very different ones. Mm-hmm. There's aspects to mine, well, ours, Brandon. Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> that, ours. That's right. That I you know see myself in, but I see more of my Enneagram than I see Myers Briggs. So let's talk about the Enneagram. What did you get in your results, Chris? So I got an Enneagram Type Nine. Okay. And. And Enneagram type nine is called the peacemaker. Uh, I'll just read a thing here. Um, that we have called personality type nine the peacemaker because no type is more devoted to the quest for internal and external peace for themselves and others. They are typically spiritual seekers who have a great yearning for connection with the cosmos as well as other people. They work to maintain their peace of mind just as they work to establish peace and harmony in the world. The issues encountered in the nine are fundamental to all psychological and spiritual work. Being awake, ver- being woke versus falling asleep to our true nature. Uh, presence versus entrancement. Openness versus blockage. Tension versus relaxation. Peace versus pain. Union versus separation. Uh, so privately, uh, not the going off topic, Chris, that 100% falls in line with who mm-hmm. I think I am. Uh Going off topic, Chris, is a little different from regular everyday Chris. Uh, <laughs> so I hate if I'm breaking the fourth wall there a little bit. Uh, and I definitely think that this one, um, I resonate with this one, uh, especially the aspect of it being called the the peacemaker. Mm-hmm. Because uh, in general, in my everyday life, I don't, I'm typically somebody who's always been able to see both sides of issues. Yeah. And I typically consider myself sort of a chameleon in social situations where I can pretty much go into any social situation and sort of go with the flow or blend in or Mm -hmm. adapt to what I'm being given and not rock the boat. I I feel like that's more of a survival thing that we've learned, you know, for all of humanity. Yeah, exactly, because there you tie that in. Is is that just a normal human trait or is that an Enneagram type nine? I mean... Do you find a sense of security, Chris, in knowing, like... You know, kind of compared to the Myers-Briggs where you're like, hey, I don't really give a lot of weight to it. With the Enneagram, do you feel like now that you've found what type you are, like, wow, it all makes sense. Like, <laughs> And that, again, could there be a I've, – I've seen it from a few people in my life where I see them almost using that as an excuse for maybe some of their – flaws or like areas yep. for growth that they're like oh well that's just the type seven in me See, or, oh I, that's you I know can't stand that and so it's a, i mean there is a lot to be said for though like being like wow i feel understood like i found these this explanation of my personality that makes sense there's a lot of security in knowing okay like there are other um type nines out there or whatever you know um who are like me but is that is that okay to be too, you know, too heavily focused on that? Yeah. So, uh, again, I, yeah, I think that if you put too much into it, yeah, you sort of pigeonhole yourself into a personality type, whether it's you or it's not you. Um, you know, we were sort of talking about the Myers-Briggs, you might have flawed results just from the state of mind you're in. They say never go to bed angry and never take personality test angry. (laughs) they say that uh so it yeah it becomes an issue see this is where horoscope people are like see we told you you can't change who your horoscope (laughs) is so you are that homie 
and interestingly well, enough, your parents I, can change when they give birth to you. Ooh. That yeah. So your parents decide who you're going to be. Yeah, that's right. We're going to plan it so they're a Scorpio. One day can change everything. <laughs> I Yeah, I mean, I'm an Aquarius, and I actually do feel like I have Aquarius qualities. I Asian Weirdly Aquarius. enough, I know this is sounding sort of, you know, whatever, but I definitely do see some Aquarius traits. And then I do feel um, I have an... Uh, I almost I wanted to say an equestrian nine, but that is <laughs> horse stuff. So horse cross. <laughs> so I won't be horsing around anymore. Right. I will go. It is. Eh, and but so you nine. feel like your Aquarius sign matches your personality. Ah, uh, somewhat. Yeah. Right off it. Well, it makes sense because didn't you say that your Enneagram results said that you were connected to the cosmos? Uh yes. So there you go. You're yep. connected to the stars, the sky, the. The world and beyond a, and, and aquarius is all about that deep thinker kind of stuff too mm-hmm. it all ties together yeah. oh there you go Let me pull out Don't my worry. beautiful mind conspiracy board <laughs> also listeners we have not dropped philosophical ponderings but this topic was we're tying it in basically so, yeah, philosophical how more how more philosophical does it get than contemplating your own existence yeah. and meaning <laughs> once again as who you are as a person Exactly. <laughs> Brandon, what was your We just your didn't result? have a flowery intro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so my results, I feel like my one that has the most match, I don't think it's accurate that much. <gasps> so this is the reverse of Chris's experience. So mm. I, my second one, however, spot on. Mm-hmm. So the first one that I have, apparently I am a... Where is it? Yeah. It's at the very top, I think. I am a type three. 98% That doesn't apparently. surprise me. Uh, type three, also known as the I achiever. I would have guessed that. Threes want to be successful and admired by other people and are very conscious of their public image. See, I, I, I definitely can see myself being it's an achiever. It's the faux hawk. You care, you care about your public appearance, your public image. Oh my the gosh. faux hawk. <laughs> It's all it's all coming back to the faux hawk. Okay, yep, definitely. The Enneagram does not lie. <laughs> okay, yep, that's true. <laughs> Point taken. Um, but my second one is a one, which is type one. Can thought be oh, known as perfectionist. One can ones can place a lot of emphasis on following the rules and doing <laughs> things correctly. Think back to the curfew example. It's 11.59. The yep. governor's going to get mad if it's midnight and I'm on the road. <laughs> Gretchen Whitmer is at the door. <laughs> <laughs> What's oh going God. on in this house? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I, I guess that's... I, I guess, like, looking at that at first, I'm like, wait, what the heck? But so, Public Chris, image. You, think, you think Brandon is a type 3? Having known Brandon for longer than I have, you think that he's a type 3? I would have guessed the three, but now that he's saying one, I also can see that. Which they were very close. Flaw in the test. They are so, similar. There are a lot of similarities like, there. Type three was at ninety eight percent. Type one was at ninety one percent. So they're very high. Yeah. And so very that's like close. one question difference, maybe. The yeah. thing that's nice about the Enneagram results, um, for anyone who has not taken them, is I feel like as opposed to the Myers Briggs, where it gives you your assignment and there you go. 
it definitely explores percentages of how much were you this type, how much were you that type. And you can even yeah. see the visual picture. And then there's like, oh, you're a type one with a, a wing five or whatever. You know, like they give you these like wings where it's like, okay, these are the two kind of numbers that like help you fly or whatever. So I feel like the results are easier to make your own and not just My keep second you one in was a type a two. What was a type two that you said that was your second one? What does it say a type two is? Type two, oh man. Oh, I have it right here actually, Chris. Oh, excellent. That was more of a rhetorical question or like a. Oh, yeah. It's such a type nine thing of me. My head was up in the clouds. (laughs) (laughs) I was just asking to rub it in that do you know what a type two is? Uh, A type two can be described as the giver. Twos want to be liked and find ways that they can be helpful to others so that they can be loved and belong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at Chris. Wants to feel loved and be- belong to things. <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> oh, there goes my phone. <laughs> oh, man. Well, um, my results, again, have been very consistent both times I've taken it. Um, it has me 98% match as a type six. Um, <laughs> again, painting a wonderful image of myself. Type six is also known as the skeptic. Sixes are preoccupied with security, seek safety, and like to be prepared for problems. Brandon can attest to that. Um, basic fear of being without support and guidance. Yep. Basic desire to have security and support. Yep. Uh, Yeah, that pretty much describes me. Having a backup plan for a backup plan for a backup plan. Luckily, you're with a guy who has all the backup plans in mind, so. It does say that I'm reliable, hardworking, responsible, and trustworthy. Spot on. But I'm also defensive, evasive, and anxious. Defensive, yes, I will say that. Reactive, defiant, and rebellious. Rebellious? uh, No, I don't see rebellious. Yeah, I don't see that either. Oh, self-doubt and suspicion are problems I struggle with. Yeah, that's accurate. So that was my that was my ninety-eight percent match. Um, followed closely um, with a type one, which Brandon was saying um, is what he feels like he matches with. So a ninety-seven percent match with a type one. So again, very similar scores on that, um, which is the perfectionist who places a lot of emphasis on following the rules and doing things correctly. So I'm skeptical probably of people not doing the rules, uh, you know, and I worry about people not following the rules. And then I'm a perfectionist uh, about following the rules. So yeah, it all, it all connects. It all connects. Okay. I want to, I want to know what's the least match one everyone's had because mine is, I wish I had my results. A type four, which is the individualist. Fours want to be unique and to live life authentically and are highly attuned to their emotional experience. Yep, I got that as my lowest one as well. Followed closely by my other, my second lowest was a five. Same type here. Five is described as the investigator. Five seek understanding and knowledge and are more comfortable with data than people. Ooh, I can yeah, tell you for a like fact, me. I do not like data. I hate grading my students, yeah. but I would rather be in a room talking with my students. So yeah, that meant that. Ma- oh, actually, you know what, though? I lied. My four and five were in the 60% match, but my lowest match is actually a type seven, 42%. Uh, it's described as the enthusiast. Sevens want to have as much fun and adventure as possible and are easily bored 
I know I know a seven. Yes, <laughs> I do too. I, I definitely am not a seven. So that seems pretty my, accurate. My lowest is probably the data one, a five, right? Yeah, yeah. Or, I can definitely an, see that. The data or one an eight. that would not be you. I think an eight or a five were my two lowest. Okay. Yeah. So listeners, if you want to figure out and we're not sponsored by any of these websites or you know, studies by the way, so but if you wanted to take these tests and figure out what personality you are or what number you are, you can go ahead and check them out. Uh, I will leave a, um, a link in the description so that you can check it out yourselves and go ahead and figure out how you feel about yourself or what do you what <laughs> what do you not see about yourself that others do. So <laughs> I'm just like, or I don't how know do how you I feel about myself? With- <laughs> how do you feel about the results perhaps yes. Yes. is a better question than Once how again. do you feel about yourself because again a type uh uh a skeptic a type six like me will probably be defensive about it <laughs> or with fluctuating self-esteem you know like the console in the myers-briggs test i will definitely depending on the day have a different comment so yeah <laughs> She's my translator. Yep. She knows what to say. <laughs> um, we we want to thank you again, Rachel, for being a part of this episode. Yes. This was an absolute blast, and we've learned a lot. Like, we've learned a lot about ourselves here. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's It's been my dream ever since meeting Brandon and, Finally. and hearing Chris's voice. It's been my dream to be on this pod. And if I had told myself a year ago that I would be on this podcast and about to marry Brandon, I would be really, really proud of myself. Oh, I was going to say wondering what happened. <laughs> <laughs> what hey, happened? What? Where did I go wrong that Who's I'm on this, this guy? <laughs> but thank you so much, listeners, for joining us on this episode. We'll see you in the next one. Have a good one, listeners. I only want to be with you. <laughs> it's like rain. <laughs> it's raining, man. <laughs> hey, listeners. Thank you again for checking out this episode of the Going Off Topic podcast. For more information, you can check us out on our social media platforms such as Facebook and Instagram. For more episodes, check us out on these platforms such as Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. And we want to thank you for joining us, and we hope to see you in the next episode. See you around, listeners. Well, Randa, they're spoofing Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I know, yeah, that's that's the point. I know. Oh that. gosh, like, yeah. I, I thought I was about to introduce you to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. And this was a I, big moment. For I me. know that very, very well. It's just like I, I was I'm, like, is Brandon the only person in existence who has never seen Willy Wonka <laughs> or read Willy Wonka? Well, which, because which man, version, this is a big moment. Which version do you think is better? The I think old one? Old school. Yes, the yeah. old one is way yep. better. Although, is the any, new one is just Is anyone disturbing. else creeped out by the one song, Cheer Up Charlie, that his mother sings to him? That was, I usually just fast forward that oh, part. I hate <laughs> that song with a burning passion. I don't have, Cheer I do not remember Charlie. it well enough to, yeah, I mean, I just remember, that's all I remember. I don't know the rest of the words. It's just, Cheer Up And it Charlie. goes on forever. Yo, yeah. I, I'm also going to give my uh, criticism on Grandpa Joe and the rest of those geriatrics there. I'm um, just going to say right now, I know everyone thinks it. I'm just going to say it. They're all depending on their children a little too much, if you ask mm. me. And 
I'm just saying, a bed with like four people who are just like, oh, we're too old to do stuff. But then, like, once Charlie comes in with a gold ticket, he's like, I got a gold ticket. Grandpa Joe just suddenly miraculously, hey, can I come too? <laughs> like, it jumps out of bed, feeling spry and feeling good. And then, of course, you know, hey, I don't have back pains anymore. It's like, how yeah, convenient. I, I think uh, I think disability services is going to want to have a word with uh, Grandpa mm-hmm. Joe yeah. after all this. Exactly, because like his, he's putting his daughter through sprung poverty. from the bed, you say. <laughs> like he's putting his daughter through poverty and his grandchild mm-hmm. and like yep. and his daughter's in laws, and it's like, what are you doing? But maybe the joy of the chocolate factory truly brought energy to his muscles. You're being too kind. I'm just giving him the benefit of the doubt, you know? It's like That's a powerful chicken noodle soup when you have a cold. It's the cho- the chocolate for the cramped up legs. Yeah. Did did Grandpa eat anything while he was there? He like drank, in that scene when they're... He drank he the drink? soda. Remember the one that makes him burp and fly? <laughs> Caffeine. Caffeine. That's what helped him. Yep. <laughs> It's like, Charlie, you must burp for me. <laughs> Isn't that such a weird resolution? It's such like, a weird when scene. They were, if you remember watching it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it's just one of those. It's almost so weird that it's also, like, brilliant at the same time in terms of, like, storytelling. <laughs> because it's so out there that it's like, oh, nobody's going to ever think of doing this or think to do this again in right. storytelling. And then there it is. And it's just, it's bonkers.